Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor and... Professor T. Love. And tonight we are talking about swinging in your relationship. Woo! I know. (laughs) Yes, we are talking about swinging. Now, most of the time, most people think of swinging occurring an individual. Maybe they go out with a friend, they go to a party, or they go to a club, and they have sex with someone they know, don't know, or maybe they do know. But this time, we're talking about having or in, you're in a relationship with someone, it could be a committed relationship, and you two Hello, my name is Jane. to swing. Now, that can be almost seen, almost seen as a threesome. That's a little different because it is about both partners being with someone else at the same time. Mm-hmm. You go to an event together, you go to a club, you get invited. You go with someone you're attracted to, and he or she goes to someone that they're attracted to. Now, some people feel, because there's an article at wellandgood.com, and it talks about it, and it says that swinging can be good and add excitement to your relationship. Because this is what the two of you have decided to do together. You made this venture, you know, you should talk about it. And, you know, there's positive things that can come out of it. I think that's true, but I also think it can be also false because it depends on where you two are in your relationship and what you're looking for. Because if you're swinging and you're swinging with someone on a regular basis or a group of people on a regular basis, now remember, you have created a new relationship. So now you have to nurture the relationship that you're already in and the new relationship that you're establishing. Your partner's establishing with someone else and you are establishing with someone else. Unlike a threesome, which is both you pick a person, male or female, both of you have sex with the person or engage in, in sexual activities with them, and then they go on about their business. There is no commitment. There is no steadiness. Okay, but swinging could be interchanging with a set or a group of people on a regular basis. Now you also have polyana or polyamorous relationships, which is one person having additional partners, a male or or a dominant or a female having more than one boyfriend, more than one girlfriend, and vice versa. So there's there's different fine lines but when you get to swinging and you get in polyamorous now you're creating relationships you are creating commitments and those people have needs and wants that they're looking to you to fulfill as opposed to a threesome both of you enjoy this person you bust off bye no no connection (laughs) Mm -hmm. so what do you think of that well like I said um, they say that you know swinging can add excitement to a couple's relationship, but when they have a solid foundation of trust and connection, um, swinging is not for everybody. Okay, and I think if you're gonna do that, um, there has to be a strong bond between the two of you and it has to be understood with the people that you're going to swing with you know um, because I feel if you're going to do this and you're not secure in the relationship that you have with your part, your primary partner it's going to be a problem it's, it's not going to be just going to bust off it's going to cause other problems because there's a level of insecurity that has to be addressed in the primary relationship. Mm-hmm. 
I, I mean, absolutely. There's, there has to be in, in either, in any of those cases, there has to be an understanding. There has to be communication. And there has to be a certain amount of respect. I won't necessarily say compromise. Because um, compromise usually means that someone doesn't get exactly what they want and they have to settle. So therefore, they're hurt. But see, when you engage in something such as threesomes or um, swinging or activities that include other people, the idea is everyone gets what they're, they're wanting. So whatever their sexual desires is getting fulfilled. So there is really no compromise. Everybody is going to be satisfied with what they what they get, and so long as y'all are on the same page. The right. same page means determining what is sacred between you two. Because it's fine to do any of these activities, as I've said in the past, it's, it's perfectly fine to do them. But you have to leave something that is untouched by other people. If it's kissing, if it's anal, if it's toe sucking, if it's vaginal, whatever it is, if it's oral, that should only be done between you and that partner. And then y'all can do whatever else. You have to come up with your own rules and your standards because in any one of those cases, you're going to get jealous. Oh, yeah. You know, people say, oh, no, because I can't handle Imagine this person you care for. You know, you've been around them when they're sick. You, you've been supporting them. You've seen them when they cry. They've seen you when they cry. They've seen you in your ugliest moments. And now y'all, you know, you, you know each other's body. And now you got a new person coming along. They, you don't know them. They don't know you. And that person is bringing pleasure or it could appear that they're bringing pleasure to someone you love. And that can bring about so many forms of insecurity. Yes. It could even grow with trust. Because imagine you're sitting there with your partner and this person is on them orally. Mm-hmm. Or penetrating them. And it looks like your partner is enjoying it more than they've ever enjoyed with you. Or that's, whatever the activity is. Yeah. And that's the possibility. That's a strong possibility. Strong possibility. Yeah. It's a very strong possibility. But that's why I said when you deal with swinging and because that's dealing with a, a set or a group of people that you two, you know, it's a swing group or a swing place. And you go there and you usually, you may not, you know, you may not be going to dinner with them every night. But then again, who knows if it's a swing group. You may do trips together. You may do, and it's a group of people that swing, you interchange. So you, there's a connection there. Polyamorous right. relationships too. It's a connection there. You know, it's not like just having, you know, like the threesome, having sex and then somebody walk off. There's prisons actually have people who got jealous because a couple decided to swing. Somebody got too attached or they thought they were pleasing their partner more and they killed them. Yeah. You know, those are extreme cases, you know, but that's why it's important that you communicate with each other talk to each other and find out what's really going on what you're looking for right and even if, even most importantly of all if that's something you really want to do yeah that's why it's important mm-hmm. to have many talks you know discuss it until you're blue in the face and then talk some more about it because I think the more you talk about it, you really have to establish why is this something that you want? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like identifying, you know, what your needs and wants are. And you have to really both have to make the case to each other. Why do you think this is something that you think would enhance your relationship? And start, you know, start slow. It's better to have your doubts and 
you know, check with each other because that's natural. I mean, you know, who jumps out of their bed and says, I want to swing? Nobody. Nobody. Okay. Um, you know, there might be some exceptions, but I'm just saying, who really does that? Nobody. So this is something, you know, if this is a thought in your mind, and I think if your relationship or marriage or whatever is on the up and up, talk about it. And and don't be afraid to talk about it. Because right. sometimes when we push things off the table, that makes the person want it more. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it has you have to have a level not saying that you got to be all deep in everything but i do believe there has to be some level of maturity or trust and trust that you want to have a conversation about why is this something you think would be great for the relationship or not it may not be great you might try it and decide nah that's not for me that's not for us you'll both come to the conclusion that's not for us you know, but you, but one thing when you're doing this, if you're about to do this, it's, it's, it's teaching you how to communicate your needs and it teaches you to communicate far more than you ever have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it mm-hmm. really is a test, not so much of the sex. It's a test to mm-hmm. see how well y'all communicate with each other because what i find is that there are a lot of people that they do not communicate well and they think because they look a certain way or they act a certain way that you understand no i don't i don't understand can you explain oh you know what i'm talking about and i'm not going to discuss it but you haven't discussed it (laughs) what do you mean you're not going to discuss it you haven't you're dismissing it and when i find that you're very dismissive you're gonna have a problem what do you think of course you're gonna have a problem because that that's why it's important to open up the the lines of you know the lines of communication it's also important to to know you know also to realize that you know, your fears are going to come out. Mm-hmm. So um, you so you think yeah. that the fears are going to come out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the fears are going to come out and things are going to happen and things may come, you know, your insecurities are going to um, rise to the top. Um, your doubts about yourself what you can and cannot do and so forth and so on like you're going to wonder what you're doing wrong like like i said if if something happens and it looks like someone else is enjoying then of course you're going to be afraid yeah that's true and you're going to be worried you're going to be worried yeah yeah you're going to be worried of course and it's going to, you know, you, you're going to be comparing yourself to someone else. And, oh, well, this person, I noticed, you know, that you were happy when this person did this. And, you know, um, this person did that. Not to mention, like you said, when you choose those, those latter of the two, the poly and the swinging, that is, you're finding constant play partners. Right. So, like I said. You're developing committed relationships, and that's time-consuming. Cause you you just don't want to grab anybody. You can't no. just go out there see with the threes something. You can just grab anybody. Well, not really anybody, but generally, there is no real connection. Not keeping them around forever, right? Like they serve a purpose and then they go. You know, you. I mean, you may call them six months from now. But when you have the other two, the the other two ladder choices, this is a continual thing. You're building it. So you want to interview and you want to make sure, you know, because of what may occur, you know, so the process can be time consuming because, you know, people think, oh, well, you know, we're going to do this and just jump right in it. And no, it's not going to happen like that. Yeah. You know, and you find someone 
on the same play page and you know they have their own life and they're not trying to interfere with yours right you know and destroy what you already have mm. you know fears can surface in both a good and a bad sense you yeah. know f- you know because now your partner knows what you're afraid of and, and can work to um make you feel better about them or help try to ease the fears away so you can feel more secure or if you work in a bad way where you whatever your insecurities are they they surface even more you never feel good enough you know so those, what, yeah go ahead um so th- those are the best things to you know those are the things that can occur when you venture down that road but what were you gonna say yeah one of the things that's interesting that's in this article um, about swinging, um, about respecting each other's boundaries, and what I like, um, what it says is that when you respecting each other's boundaries is a good rule to follow for all relationships and also for life. And it's especially a smart idea if you're opening up your relationship to swinging. Because these sorts of extra relation activities can get messy if both par- partners aren't 100% in agreement. So it's not about, like you said earlier, about compromise. Compromise just means one partner gets hurt while the other partner gets some of what they want, right? This is what Dr. Nelson is saying. But when you have a discussion and you have an agreement, it's about agreeing. It's not about compromise. And a lot of people don't seem to understand it, and that's why it gets messy. It has to be an agreement. Now, what you may discover is that if there's no agreement, then that means you might have to have another conversation. And this is where it really is a test of your relationship. And you may find out that you're not on the same page. And that's okay, too. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I do feel that um, you don't compromise. You have to respect the boundaries. But this has to be an agreement. Not what you force on someone. And again, like I said, if it's not for you, then that means that you need to have another discussion. (laughs) And you find yourself, you might really be with someone that really wants an open relationship. Then that's when we start Mm -hmm. getting into that polyamorous stuff, you know. Um, Mm Because I'm trying to figure out, swinging is not... is is swinging being polyamorous in your in no. your opinion? No, it's not. It, it's not because the difference is swinging is it it you're a play partner, but y'all are not living in the, okay. the same group. Gotcha. And usually, polyamorous meaning it's usually the male has addition. There's one person, one gender that have additional uh, genders. Like they, they'll have a dish, they'll have additional, like if it's a man, he'll have additional wives. If it's a woman, she have additional husbands. But there's one center person who is like the conductor or the ringmaster of all of that. Swingers is different. In both partners, in both sets, decide like if it's if you know you it could be a couple and they say oh we want another we want to we want to play with another couple or we just want to play with a, a woman you know but, but they're continual you know that this is this is your play group you're going to come here you know it can change if it's a couple with one gender it can change to a polyamorous relationship but swingers are usually, you know, that would be more of a communal thing, meaning that if those two couples decided to live together under one roof and make it permanent, then you're taking it to another level. But 
swingers, polyamorous is more like a you've established, hey, we, we're, you know, we're play partners, we're hanging out, we're having a good time. You know, the ultimate idea is sex at the end of the day. Threesome is like, okay, you either meet up, you know, you pick somebody up, you have sex with them, and you go. But it's, it's a little different. Okay. Yeah. You know, and I can see it, you know, swinging, you know, it really does push the boundaries of the relationship. Um, mm -hmm. But I do feel that, you know, a lot of times you don't know if someone's interested in that unless you have a conversation. But I really do feel that there has to be a level of trust um, with your partner. Um, I don't think nobody should be rudely awakened. Um, not saying that it wouldn't be startling. Some some people would be startling. Um, but I think it's something that you don't just put on a table and say, okay, let's go do it. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? It's not, you just don't say, okay, babe, on Saturday we're going to swing. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, I guess some people do. <laughs> well, some people do. And are, do you feel that there's some people that didn't talk about it and they just spontaneously do it? You know, some people um, may decide to. You understand? Some people may um, say, hey, you know, this is what I want to try. This is what I want to do. And the, this is the reason why. Now, does it always happen like that? No. But, you know, depending on where you are with your relationship, they could always say they want to just go to a swing club. They want to see what it's all about. They want to they wanna see what's crack-a-lacking, you know? Right. <laughs> you know, um, does it mean anything else? Maybe. You know, they could have talked about it briefly then at a spur of moment. Especially if they're spontaneous, fun-loving people. You know, you have that, too. You have some people who are very spontaneous. Hey, let's try something new. Right. You know, um, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Doesn't doesn't mean anything else. Well, you know, they said swinging has been around, been a part of Western culture for decades, you know, <laughs> but some people t tend to um, uh, know about swinging through the movies and at a 70s, 1970s pool party and all this kind of stuff, you know, but it's been around for decades. Yeah, and it was probably called something different at another yeah. time. You know, um, and, you know, people didn't know how to respond to it. They didn't know what to do, that kind of thing. Yeah, I remember as a kid, I was watching um, All in the Family. And one thing that I did like about All in the, All in the Family, they did address <laughs> issues that were really risque, even for that time period in the early 70s. And I remember there was an episode where um, Edith met this lady. And uh, I don't know if she met her at the supermarket or something. And she thought the lady was nice. And the lady thought she was nice. Thought she was beautiful, loved her spirit. And Edith invited them over for dinner. <laughs> Come to find out, the couple, um, they came over. They bought wine and they bought a dish. And they were they were very nice, very nice. But they were swingers. <laughs> and um, I think Archie picked up on it later on, you know, because he noticed that the guy was dancing with Edith and the wife would come over and dance with him. Because that's really how it starts. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like you're going on a date, you know, and you're on a double date. But it's um, it's a double date with extracurricular activities. <laughs> but it was really wild. 
um for the 1970s early 1970s that was you know for them to address that on television you know because remember you know television in those days you know was very dry until <laughs> all in the family came along you know what i mean right Mm-hmm. Definitely, so, definitely. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting that they addressed swinging even during that time period. And and I, you know, all in the family, I was a little girl um, when that came on television. And, and, you know, something coming out hot like that in 1971, 72, 73 was really risque, you know? Mm-hmm. And then also, it's a way for people to explore as well. You know what I'm saying? Their their sexual desires too. You know, um, not so much a friends, but you know, just if they're curious about something, they may only be curious for a minute. <laughs> and once they've had that experience, the curiosity is over. You know. But you were right that the lifestyle is distinct from polyamory right where multiple partners are emotionally involved whereas mm-hmm. this is it doesn't deal with being emotionally involved but i don't know how you can't have sex without emotion though what do you think you you, you can't but that's why i said there is going to be a moment of where you're going to feel jealous like you're there, this person you care for, love, or whatever the story is, and then you know, if it's your man and someone's giving him fellatio and he looks like he enjoys it, or if that's your woman and she's being eaten well and you ain't never made a scream like that, uh, you're gonna feel a kind of way like that's you know, that's but that's that's reality and it's the truth, you know. No one wants to face that part because you know, that's why I said sometimes. You know, people will do threesomes or will do something not because they really want to, but to keep their partner. Right. But you got to remember the the aftermath. You know, you, it's one thing to look at a porn, but it's another thing to sit next to your partner and actually watch them kissing. On just the mere fact, let's not even get to the, the true sexual part, but just the mere fact that the person is kissing on someone else you you know you you may flip out <laughs> you know you it may send you to the loony bin yeah and this there's you know like i said the communication is key is key because um from what i understand there's different things that you can do like soft swap right soft swap is when couples they limit intimacy with others to kissing, touching, and maybe oral sex, right? Then full swap is when cop- couples allow for every sexual activity when switching, including intercourse. And then there's another term called unicorn, um, which describes a woman looking to have threesomes with a committed couple. Right. So that's why I said everything has a different level. Like I said, you could do swap, you know, you could decide what you want to do. You just may want to kiss. You may not want to do this. Maybe you just want to watch other people together. Like, but you have to decide um, what it is that you want to do, you know. Um, And, you know, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Because what I'm seeing here, they also were talking about, you know, um, swinging adapts to the time, meaning like the language. Um, mm-hmm. And like you were saying, like, you know, back in the days, if you had casual sex, right, um, it was considered scandalous, <laughs> you know, years ago. So you know um now the stigma is taken out of that now you know and new generations are ditching 
the language or the word swinging for something more vague. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, so doesn't seem like it's, um, you know, a scandal. A scandal. It's more, um, how would you say it? What do you think it's, it's, it's evolved to? It's, it, 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 I think it's evolved because now people are coming out more saying they're involved in polyamorous relationships. Like people are taking, you know, I mean, because let's really think about it. In essence, if you're in a relationship and you cheat and your partner knows that you're cheating, isn't that a form of a polyamorous relationship or well, Some yes, uh, it's a, it's a <laughs> well, it's a. Mm, I don't know about that. The point, the, no, the point is, mm-hmm. if think about it, if your partner already knows that you see somebody, they know who the person is. Generally, they may not know the address or not, but they know, and they still they don't say anything. Is it still cheating? Because Maybe. they never bring him to the house for Christmas dinner. Is it really cheating? You know that they're going to spend time with this person. You know they're sleeping with you. You know this. And you don't say anything. Then it's not cheating. Well, well, I think what we're talking about is permission. If you weren't given permission, it's it's, it's, it's cheating. That's how I see that. But if you're not given a direct permission, but you're still allowed to do it. I don't know. Is it cheating? That's a good question. See, some people don't want don't have the balls to say, yes, go ahead and sleep with this person. Mm-hmm. But yet they still know. Right. Because there's a person that doesn't want to face the, the whole reality. But that's why I'm saying you have fine lines. You have some people, they build, you know, they build whole relationships. Like there's certain, you know, cultures, um, races that are known. They can have two and three wives on the same block. Each of those wives have children by this one individual. And they all know about each other. You know what? Um, what comes to mind is the Jerry uh, Falwell Jr. Um, where his wife and him. Um, they swing. This is the um. This is the pr- former president of the Liberty University, and the word got out that he and his wife are swingers. And he, at first, people was getting the impression that the wife cheated on him. And then oh, as the story evolved, he would th- the husband was there watching the wife have sex with the pool boy. So that's mm-hmm. not cheating. That's you know what I'm why saying? I said that's not it, cheating. Is it that's why I said is it cheating? Mm-hmm. Because you um because you know what you know about Right. But cheating's definition is an act dishonestly or unfairly in order to gain an advantage. Mm -hmm. So if the person knows about it, is that dishonest? Right? Mm Because cheating involves to break a promise made to someone such as one's wife or husband by having sex with someone else Mm -hmm. right so when you make a vow that's that's a promise okay so if you break the promise it's cheating that's what what is the vow to love honor and cherish Okay, where does that say you have to be faithful? Well, to love, honor, and cherish. Mm -hmm. Honor is being faithful. 
Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Let's look it up. I'm going to look up the word honor. Right. So you, right. So when you get married, you are to honor your partner. Okay. Honor, a noun, homage, reverence, diver, um, deverence, meaning deference. respect and it's deference, sorry. Deference mm-hmm. means respect and esteem shown to another. Honor may apply to the recognitions of one right to great respect to or to any expression of such recognition. The nomination is an honor, homage as the implication does not say faithful. Mm-hmm. It just means to honor. Mm-hmm. Does not mean not that's not necessarily mm-hmm. mean you have to be faithful. Right. If you get technical. Like if you want to get technical, unless you change the, the, the vows to include faithful, to be faithful. The love, honor, and to respect. That's what we know. Some people actually change it. Love, honor, <coughs> excuse me, faithful, and respect. Because mm-hmm. technically, you, because I'm not faithful doesn't mean I not, do not honor you. I right. don't have respect for you. That's true. I mean that's that's a that's a line a lot of guys say. So <laughs> oh, oh really? That's <laughs> yeah, they, they, think about like, that's another story. That's another topic. We'll talk about that, that, that later. Yeah, I'm that's another saying. topic for another time. Exactly. But I'm just saying. Let's you know now that we're having this discussion, where in those vows does it say I have to be faithful? Well, listen to this. This is Protestant. Okay. This is Protestant vows. I blank take the blank to be my wedded husband or wife to have and to hold from this day forward for better for worse for richer for poorer in sickness and in health to love and to cherish till death do us part according to God's holy ordinance and thereto I pledge thee my faith or pledge myself to you Okay, I pledge myself to you. Okay, what does that mean, though? When I pledge myself to you, meaning that you, I belong to you, or I pledge, I, I give a certain amount of, but that could once again, that could be argumentative, right? Because you can say I pledge myself to you does not mean that I can't sleep with anybody else. Yeah, but here's the other thing. But, in sure. Methodist, they end it with "Be faithful to her, him, as long as you both shall live." Okay, does say that in a vow. Now that's for Methodists. Now, that's Methodist. That's if you go in there. Let's be faithful. Right now, the Lutherans they keep it short and sweet. They say, and I promise to be faithful to you until death do us part. Okay. Um, faithful, meaning loyal, constant, and steadfast. They gave a sentence of the adjective, employees who had notched up decades of faithful service. True to the fact or the original, the road that makes today's remain faithful to their ancestors message so that one which is methodist you said methodist right yeah that is that, that is more that's saying it directly but that is the that is the clause that is in other things if that is not in there if that word faithful is not in there then you can't look for that right it we, we can say implied so technically, if it is not stated, then the person technically could have sex unless you change it. That's why people write their own vows. Mm-hmm. It's very important to write their own vows. That's very right. different. Right. So that's why I said it's very important. So when we add, when we're talking about swinging, mm-hmm. 
does that mean if I'm if it's me and my partner and another couple and we're together, we are, you know, we, we're playmates. Oh, we come, we have fun. We could get rid of them just as fast as we can keep them. But the idea is you know, we want to play fair and, and have a good time with them because we're all compatible because we're still friends. And there may be an unwritten or a understood sort of commitment. Could be, depending on the attachment that it comes. But that's why I'm saying when you're talking about if, you, if you're in a relationship, which many people know, usually a lot of women, they know that their partner is cheating. They understand that their partner is cheating. And there could be a variety of reasons for them to allow that person to continue that because maybe they don't want to have sex with them. Maybe they didn't like having sex. So some people don't enjoy sex, believe it or not. Well, so there's yeah. how that's true. Out. Yes, some people don't. You know. You know yeah. And and for some, and that's why the co- they need to have a conversation because you could love someone and respect them, and you may still want to have your vows with them, but. If in the area of sex There's a problem Not a problem May not be a problem It's just that they don't like to have sex Okay but see that That's where it also gets tricky Because some people Do not have the balls to tell their partner I really don't like sex like that I'm really just using sex To mean to an end That's true so even if you have a conversation, a person has to really be open enough, brave enough, bold enough to tell their partner, hey, I don't want to have sex like that. Or, you know, I like once in a while, you know, I'd rather just sit home and play. Or I just want to, you know, play house. I just want to, you know, um, you know, have my house looking nice and stuff like that. I don't want to engage in all that other stuff. You know, It takes a a really brave and bold person to do that. Not everyone can do that. No. Not everyone is as open. Not as everyone is as... And a lot of people aren't even in touch. Right. That's another thing. Are you in touch with that? Because people who swing, people... You enjoy sex. You love it. Yeah. Or it's adding or it's opening up. Because for some couples, you know... I personally believe that people, if they're a couple, if they're a couple, maybe they want to consider that. If they've been together a long time and they're on a certain level, I would recommend highly if they're on a certain level, if that's what they want to do. And they don't even have, like you said, you can have soft swap or full swap. It doesn't have to be. Maybe you just want to go look at us be about sex. If it brings some kind of laughter or whatever, because sometimes, you know, watching two people jiggle could be the funniest thing in the world to you. And y'all just <laughs> talk about it and you go. Right, you know, but it doesn't mean you have to necessarily engage. Right. So it could have some relationships, you know, especially if you really want to save it. But the thing is, some people aren't truly in touch with themselves. Yeah. And that to me is difficulty. That's why some people will engage in that. They may not, they may not be bold enough to say, "I want to swing," "I want to threesome," but. You 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 still allowing another person in your life if you know your partner's with someone else. Yes. Yeah, and you're accepting them. If you know they're seeing someone else, is it any different? It's not because you already know. You know, and, and sometimes that partner can get so attached that you know, they come home with hickeys, tattoos, and you don't say anything. <laughs> like Right. You, but you then already, you but then you getting mad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you still not saying nothing. You you getting mad, right? But you only mad because now you have to acknowledge it. That's what you're mad at. You're not right. mad that they're doing it. You have to acknowledge it because what if somebody else saw that hickey or that tattoo or or belly ring or whatever. Whatever it is. Some marking, right. you know, people like like mark territory but now okay i come to your house yeah yeah see you know this is girl or whatever and she come in uh terry why why does she she have um uh, george uh, written on her arm right i thought y'all were together <laughs> you know 
you, you you know that that would be a slap but you know what that's interesting you Mm -hmm. said that because you're getting mad but you're not having the cap the conversation you need to have because Mm -hmm. if you you don't want it to be open but it's unofficially open right 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 but you're mad but you're mad but you're really mad at that now other people may notice it like I said if someone comes picky like you know I'm, I'm with one guy and you know he sees a hickey but he knows he didn't do the hickey then I'm 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 mad because maybe he noticed it. You know, I got it or or he, he gotta explain it to his friends. You know what I mean? Knowing that he didn't do it. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So that's people don't get mad at the fact that they that the person cheated. They get mad because now they have to acknowledge it and somebody else may notice it. Right. Not because it was done. Because they was already dealing with it. To them right. it was it was one burden that they had to do maybe they didn't want to have sex they don't you know their toenails are too long their fingernails are too long they, you know their butt stinks they don't like the the way you know they wash their hair or something so they don't like having sex with them so they let them have sex with someone else they have sex with them on occasion but now it's a problem because their brother notices that you know they're supposed to have um carol's name you know your name is carol but they have um tawana's name on their arm yeah now wow. what you yeah. and what do you what do you say yeah that's true they come in and tawana's name on it your name is carol yeah that's true so what that's why I said you're unofficially you're unofficially in a threesome relationship or a polyamorous relationship because you know that that person is especially if they've been with that person for a period of time you know people oh but it's cheating no it's not because you allow it you allow it because you don't want to face it you don't want to face it because then that means you have to make a move and if you talk about the other woman then you become the other woman because see when you mention the other person you have to be ready to leave Especially if they're not going to end that relationship with the other person. If they're not going to get rid of that other person, that other person is still staying around. Now you are part of the other woman crew. You are no different than the other person that has come into the relationship that does not live with them. You are no different. You just, you have to be on your side. Because... The other woman is complaining about the same thing nine times out of ten. She may not be explained all the time, but right. you or not complaining about it, you getting just a little bit of time as she is. Mm-hmm. So that means then a third person can come along. Right. Whereas people who are in polyamorous relationships, they said, well, if you know all of them are cheating, all of y'all can live under one roof and make an economically empowered life for yourself put all your money together buy a house houses cars and live a better life I saw put your money together. it's funny um I saw um one of those fixer upper shows um HGTV uh-huh. and they were uh-huh. fixing up the house of a polyamorous couple yeah mm-hmm. because that's what polyamorous really that's why it's usually one person who is a center which is usually a male but sometimes it can be a female y'all put everybody puts their money together they help take care of the kids together it is now community you know the person who is the center be the one who is the final decision maker they're usually the one most power and they they make judgment calls and they make judgment decisions but nonetheless that person um, you know, collectively they help manage the money and keep everybody in a certain lifestyle. Yeah. That is the lure of it because, you know, um, a lot of, you know, things back in the day, there were a lot of kings and queens. They they had or a lot of people that had multiple relationships. 
but it was a collective thing. That's you know, true. the person who, yeah, it can be a powerhouse if done correctly. But even in doing something like that, that person who is the center has a lot of pressure on them because not only do you have to please all these people, right? That's number one. You have to make sure everybody's on the same level financially. So right. if a guy, and I mean, it could be a woman too. Yeah. It, you know, this couple, if, if one, it was a woman. Mm-hmm. Because the wife was the one that wanted to bring in another, a third person, and the husband, um, I think he might, I think initially he had a, a, a issue with it, but his wife is um, bisexual, so she brought in another person, another female, and he likes it. <laughs> well, it worked out because it was another woman. Would he feel the same way if it was another, it was another man. man? Right. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Usually, and a lot of people, you know, that's sometimes the new, newest trend that has been going on within the black community. A lot of people were saying polyamory to help us build um, economically. You know, because if you if you think about it this way, if you have uh, three people and everybody makes twenty thousand dollars a year, but combined, y'all live in a two or three-bedroom apartment, you spend in $1,500, but combined, y'all make $60,000. Y'all can save. You you can save money. You know, um, you can plan trips. You do a lot because you got three incomes now. And let's say, or even if you're in a two-bedroom apartment, or even if y'all are in a one-bedroom apartment, how much money you can save and how much money you can put together. That's but once right. again, you got to be all on the same page. Right. And you, the, you know, you still have your sexual fun, but you're gonna have sexual fun with more money. Yeah. So that's why I said it. Or personally, I'm not trying to hear that shit. So um, probably because I, I have my own set of assets, I don't want to share. You better come in with the same amount of shit to me. I don't want to share shit. No. Listen, I don't blame you because you ain't gonna be duking it out with somebody that ain't with your, that ain't they ain't on your level. You're not doing that. No. Yeah, I- and I'm not going to have some broke ass telling me what to do with my shit. Right. How I'm going to divide with everybody. Make them on my level because you ain't doing what you're supposed to do. Right. No, you, yeah, that's true. If you want to and you want, you want me to agree to this other person, then you better have more than me and you better help her get up. Because <laughs> I ain't doing it. So I ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. No. I work I too hard for what I so I'm gonna I'm share my stuff with two broke asses. That's no. true. No, then that means no. George. No, no, no. That's a recipe for disaster. You're right. Exactly. See, you would have to be on a level of a Will and Jada. <laughs> you know what exactly. I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Now, yeah. if we were on that level, then that's different. Meaning that the the Will came in, he has more than me, double, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So now if you, you want to go get an August, you can go get that. Okay. You're struggling, right? You're bringing them up here. Okay. Now, me and Jada and Will can help August come a little higher up, right? But right. I am not going to fund two broke people. No. No, it doesn't make sense. And I well, not to mention, if if they have problems mismanaging money, what makes me think they're not going to mismanage my assets? That's right. And I, and I agree I with you because I just got through <laughs> taking a class about that. And when you're dealing with money, you have to have a certain mindset that you're not living from hand to mouth. Okay? Exactly. You have to know the difference between bread, meaning bread, money, paying your food, your expenses and seed where you're investing you're giving and your money grows and multiplies. You know what I'm saying? You don't eat the bread. Meaning like you eat the bread but you don't eat the seeds. (laughs) Exactly. That's why I said it's important. If, If I you know that's not going to work well if I'm with someone and they're not on the same level or that's close right. to it 
I'm not expecting you to be exactly on my level, but if you're not close to it or striving, how are you going to come in and help me, you know, what I have to do? And then I have to, I'm the one who's really providing because I'm the one who's sharing right. and I'm, I'm getting busted on because I have to divide my stuff up equally. I don't want that. Right. Y'all I can come you. up here, but mm-hmm. I ain't going down there. That's okay. why I'm like, I'm not. I like that. Okay. That's right. So again, that is setting boundaries. Exactly. Because uh-huh. I'm not compromising in that area. No. And you should. Is that to me, right. And then to me, that would affect the the personal relationship too. Because, you know, think about it. You always enjoy um, those activities when you, when your bills are paid. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy. You don't enjoy it when you broke. <laughs> and remember, <laughs> broke. <laughs> I don't know. Some people, I don't know. Because, you know, broke is a, a temporary condition. But for, but for some people, they think it's permanent. You know, and I don't know. You don't care be about being broke. Okay. But, you know, you, you, you have to definitely have boundaries in that. In that area, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so well, I'm gonna wrap this up, but we're gonna say the conclusion of this is in any one of these um, levels that the most important thing is one boundaries to what your boundaries are, even before you have a conversation, mm-hmm. right? What your individual boundaries are between the two of you. To have the conversation because the conversation is going to include no no compromise because everybody's supposed to be happy and um, get the most from this this union or these activities. So um, uh, definitely, definitely communication. Three, dealing with your fears that come up. Yes. You know, four, understand this is going to be a time-consuming process, meaning you don't want to rush and just get anybody, you know, unless, like I said, if it's, it's, if it's just a quick one-night stand, even then you still don't want it to be too quick to just get anybody because they can still be crazy too and stalk, stalk you. That's right. And if you just when go to a swing group, you know, go to the swing group, see what they're offering, meet the people there. You learn about them or whatever, but this is your play group. You like what they do, do you like what they offer? And a lot of times swing groups are just, you know, whether they make sure you got enough condoms, wipes, all these things, especially during COVID, masks, whatever you need to make you make your adventures uh, feel great. Um, and, you know, I think I would add a final thing, checking up on the relationship in general. Making sure the health of the relationship is still strong and is strong even before you guys go into this venture. So those are my words uh, and my conclusion from this very hot, sexy, uh, multi-level topic. (laughs) That's what it is. Topic, discussion, podcast. It it was great. So, but you... You can reach me at Pearls of Black. Well, my website is www.pearlsblack.com. You can also reach me, reach me at talktotheprofessor at gmail.com and um, pearlsofblack at gmail.com. And you can reach me on Instagram, P-O-B Professor, which is Pearls of Black Professor. I'm also on Facebook. I have uh, shop on there which is also pearls of black and you can also send me an email at the professor at love sex and relationships and what about you professor c love how can they can reach you to talk well, to you you know you just heard a uh, high level sexy conversation from the professor <laughs> and professor t love and you know you can catch us right here we're reestablishing you listening to love sex and relationships and it will be broadcasted on wednesdays at 10 p.m right after the heavy storm quiet storm with melvin jordan and this wednesday we are going to be broadcasting 
um, Miles J. I don't know if many of you remember Miles J. from the 80s. He will be a guest on the Heavy Storm, Quiet Storm. And after you get your slow jam groove on, you can listen to Love, Sex, and Relationships at 10 p.m. Right after that. And we're going to be rebroadcasting after Wednesday. You can hear Love, Sex, and Relationships at 10 p.m. on Fridays as well. Okay? So make sure you tune in to a bowl of soul, a mixed stew of soul music radio network where you can hear... Love, sex, and relationships at 10 p.m. Is that correct, Professor? Absolutely. All right. So we are going to bid you a good night. Make sure you tune in to Love, Sex, and Relationships at 10 p.m. on Wednesday on A Bowl of Soul, a mixed stew of soul music radio network on Live 365. So you have a great evening and you have a great night, Professor. You too, Professor T. Love. Good night, everybody. And thank you so much for listening. We look forward to talking to you again. All right. Have a great night. night.